and seeing properties and researching them. And so they're looking great. The properties look great. They really do. It's just a matter of getting through the process and being amenable to it and finding a seller, as you said, who's willing to work with you. Are you ready to change your life? Welcome to the Multifamily Investor Ladies Podcast, sponsored by Freedom Capital Investments and Berkwood Capital. Your hosts, Linda Brooks and Lisa Hill, are two dynamic multifamily investor syndicators who combined have more than 400 doors in their portfolio and growing. Join them on their journey as they show you it's never too late to get started in multifamily real estate investing. And they'll show you how to do it successfully as a passive investor. And now, here are your hosts, Linda and Lisa. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for joining another edition of the Multifamily Investor Ladies. I'm Lisa Hill, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Linda Brooks, your other co-host. So happy to have you with us. We got a different one today. We've gotten 10 episodes. Congratulations, Linda, on 10 episodes released. Same to you. Yeah, we've got a... A lot of feedback. People from all over the world are listening in as far as what, Saudi Arabia, China. I know. It's Mm -hmm. pretty exciting. Who knew we'd be able to reach that far in such a short period of time? So definitely grateful for all the accomplishments over the last eight weeks on this podcast. For those of you just tuning in, we've been trying to educate passive investors, both new ones who are new to the game, new to the art or the skill or the talent, trying to learn more about passive investing and how you can diversify your portfolio when it comes to extra income. And so that's what we've been focusing on. Right, Linda? That is exactly what we've been focusing on. And we've had the opportunity to interview some amazing guests that share a wealth of information for our passive investors with the goal of educating our passive investors so that when they're looking to invest in multifamily deals, they're going in as an informed investor, as an educated investor, and they're going in with their eyes open, understanding all of the risks and rewards that come with being a passive investor. So that's our goal. And we sure hope that we've been reaching that goal for the last eight weeks that we've been on this platform. And it's not just new investors that we're looking to educate. You know, experienced investors also need to know a little bit more about the world that we're talking about. It is interesting one. It's very popular these days. Everybody's got podcasts. Everybody's got, you know, seminars and webinars, and it's all about educating you. But in a nutshell, passive investing in commercial real estate is a safe way, safer, we think. It's not guaranteed. No investment is guaranteed, right? Even if you go in the stock market or you invest in a business, that thing is guaranteed. But the more educated you are, the better you can make judgments about where to put your hard-earned dollars. So Linda, where are you in your journey these past couple of of months in terms of syndications? Well, let me tell you, Lisa, it has not been without its challenges. There is a ton, and I mean a ton, of inventory on the market these days. And so it has required my team to work a lot harder to build those broker relationships because now, you know, the brokers are sitting in the seat, right? They have a ton of inventory on the market. They have a ton of cash in the market available to acquire those properties. And as a result, they are overpriced. I mean, properties, institutionally held properties that historically had not been on the market is on the market now is truly a seller's market. We have chased and chased is probably a strong word, but it's accurate. We have chased several deals that to the point that I've lost count over the last two months, we've 
seriously looked at and underwritten at least five. We've underwritten several more than that, but the ones that we've seriously considered actually putting an LOI on, it's probably about five. And we'd get to a number, we tour the property, we'd speak with the broker, we do a ton of research, we speak with our partners, our lenders, our PMs, our insurance brokers, and we'd get to a number and go to the broker and say, look, this is the number that we're coming up with that's coming up that works for us. How does your seller feel about this? And the broker would tell us, well, you know, you need to be at a higher number. And it just wouldn't work for us. And so we've had to, you know, walk away from, you know, those five deals because the numbers that work for us just didn't work for the seller. And we didn't want to put our investors in a position we're overpaying for the property. And then we're not able to meet the income performance and projections that we had planned for and put our investors money at unnecessary risk. So that's where we are. So right now we're looking at strengthening our back office operations, strengthening additional relationships, narrowing some of our focus in terms of market, making it a little narrowing it and making a bit more laser focused and being more, even more intentional with the brokers. Business partner and I were planning a trip down to one of our markets in the next month or so. We don't have anything that we're looking at there right now, but we want to just get in front of the people that will be there with boots on the ground to support us at the time when we do pick up a property. So it's been for lack of a better word, because we talk about using commercial real estate or real estate investing to get out of the rat race. But it's been a rat race chasing all of the deals that are out there and the brokers that are like, you know what, I don't really need your business because we have so much going on and so many people investing in real estate. So that's what it's been like the last two months. I have to let our listeners know you have your company called Freedom Capital Investments. Freedom Capital Investments. Yep. And then I have mine, Berkwood Capital LLC. And so together we work on this multifamily investor ladies podcast, but we have separate companies. And so it's been an amazing turnaround though, Linda, hasn't it? In terms of the availability of properties from a year ago when COVID first hit, it was dead silent out there back a year ago. There was nothing on the market or very little on the market, or if it was on the market, it wasn't the best thing. And so now we're doing a 180 where the sellers are in the driver's seat, as you said. And so the last couple of months I had a property, we actually had an LOI accepted and we were this close to contract. It was a large property and we were kind of the new kids on the block when it came to this brokers. They didn't really know who we were, but our numbers looked good and they couldn't say no to the offer. So they accepted the offer. We hired a lot of the PMs. We hired the surveys. We had everything on the books, everything on the calendar ready to go. And then the seller kept raising the bar or changing the circumstances or changing, you know, trying to jump, make us jump through hurdles that were a little bit unrealistic, moving dates around, et cetera, et cetera. Or we went over the contract, we gave our input, we'd rather this to happen and this to happen. We gave it back to them and it came back no to everything. They were not willing to negotiate. So when you see those kinds of hurdles and you are dealing with them, you're thinking to yourself, why do I want to work with someone like this going forward for the next three to six months trying to make this deal work when they are putting up such high hurdles? Then we backed out on that one. So another one, I've gotten LOIs and on the way to contracts and then the hurdles are just too high. And so it doesn't make sense to try to put a square peg in a round hole. 
But I've been traveling a lot and seeing properties and researching them. And so they're looking great. The properties look great. They really do. It's just a matter of getting through the process and being amenable to it and finding a seller, as you said, who's willing to work with you. And so going forward, I think the lesson that I have is just keep on keeping on. You know, this business is kind of like a roller coaster in the sense that there are valleys and there are peaks just with any business. And so some days there are the pendulums, right? The pendulum swings in the buyer's favor and sometimes the pendulum swings in the seller's favor. And right now it's in the seller's, it's definitely in the seller's market. I couldn't agree with you more in light of, you know, what you shared and, and what I've experienced. I mean, one could get discouraged, but mm -hmm. I agree. Just keep going mm -hmm. because as we do know that everything is in a cycle, right? And to your point, the peaks and the valleys. So for sellers right now, it's a peak. For buyers, it may be a bit of a valley. Yep. But as with everything, anything mm -hmm. else, that will change. And so when it changes, the key is to be ready and prepared right. and in position to take advantage of that change in the cycle and uh, be ready to move forward on those opportunities as they present themselves because they will present themselves. Absolutely. Good advice. Thank you for sharing your experience with our listeners. I think it's important for passive investors to know that when they do invest in these deals, that they will be peaks and valleys. And the key is for them to hang in there in the long haul, because only then will we truly realize the goals and objectives that we set for any particular investment that we're a part of. And so as a result, I think it's important that maybe we think about you know, spending some time sharing with our listeners what that means for the passive investor, you know, the phases that they will go through, the cycles that they will go through, maybe even the emotions and the mindset changes that they'll go through while they're holding the investment because it is considered a long-term investment. So it's just like the stock market, right? When it goes down, you buy more and then you ride it until the market improves and you're at that point in a position to take advantage of the upside associated with the improvement in the market. Right. Stock market people, you don't take your money out just because the stocks are down. The market is down. You keep your money in there. That's what they say. Ride it for the long haul. And with passive investing, you put your 50 or 100 grand in. And when the market is not necessarily at its peak, which is what you don't want, you don't want to invest when it's at its peak. You want to invest when it's not. But right now for buyers, it is a little bit of peak market. So we're going to sit back and relax. And passive investors, you need to be confident and happy that we are looking for the right deal with the right numbers. Investors, be confident when you're uh, looking to invest in something and the numbers don't work at the moment. Just know that we are doing due diligence, that your syndicators are doing their due diligence and trying to find the right one so that the numbers work so you can find peak returns on your money. All right, Linda. Well, we need to talk about mindset then and going forward because it is a mindset. You got to stay positive. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, you have to believe you can do it. You got to believe in yourself. And I think our next guests coming up are going to focus on that. Yes, indeed, they will. So thank you all for listening, allowing us to share our experiences with you and you joining us on this journey, this roller coaster ride of the multifamily investing experience. If you like this episode, please take a moment to give us a five star rating or and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Emil, for listening. Bye-bye. For more information about today's episode, learn more about passive multifamily real estate investing, or to reach Linda or Lisa directly, visit us on the web at multifamilyinvestorladies.com. 
Thanks a mill for joining the Multifamily Investor Ladies podcast, sponsored by Berkwood Capital and Freedom Capital Investments. Your hosts, Lisa Hill and Linda Brooks, remind you it's never too late to get started on your multifamily real estate investing journey, and they'll show how to do it successfully as a passive investor. We'll see you next time.